Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg, and the bloviating barnstormer himself, Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Spending your life with a trumpet isn't always easy, and there are times when you just need a friend to get you through it all. Questioning yourself and your abilities? Just need a friend to show you the way? then you're at the point when it's time to say WTF and turn to the World Trumpet Federation for help and guidance. www.worldtrumpetfederation.com is the place to check out lots of great stuff that will enhance your teaching, playing, and overall trumpet life. Home to the Open Bell podcast that WTF can also provide lists, videos, articles, and other important information to help you stop doing it wrong. And by Dylan Music. How would you like to get 5% off your next accessories order? You would? Great. I thought you might feel that way. All you need to do is go to www.dylanmusic.com or call the shop at 732-634-3399 and use the code OPENBELL5 to get 5% off your entire accessories order. Look, shopping online is fine, but if you're like us, you want to be in the store and check things out in person. That's why a trip to Woodbridge, New Jersey should be in your future. You really have to see it for yourself to believe the inventory and meet this amazing staff. Since 1992, Steve Dillon has been a leader in the music business, and now his store and his staff are simply the best. Jim McCombs and Perry Sutton are standing by, ready and willing to help you with all your trumpet needs. Dillon Music, musicians helping musicians since 1992. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments. Warming up, couple things, and no offense. We use these segments to belittle, bemoan, and bend information that we believe is beneficial for a bevy of beautiful trumpet players. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling. You know... Dan was a trumpet player, still is a trumpet player he before is, he yeah, was yeah, an inventor and entrepreneur. But, you know, that's okay because a lot of people have a lot of jobs in their lifetimes. Like, so I jump a ship to Hong Kong and I make my <laughs> way over to Tibet <laughs> and I get on as a looper at a course over the Himalayas. Pro looper. A looper, you know, a caddy, a looper, a jock. So I tell them I'm a pro jock and who do they think they give me? The Dalai Lama himself. Yeah. Twelfth yeah. son of the Lama, the flowing robes, the grace, bald. Yeah. Strike. Striking. So I'm on the first <laughs> tee with him. I give him the driver. He hauls off and whacks one. Big hitter, the lemma. Long into a 10,000-foot crevasse right at the base of this glacier. And you know what the lemma says? Gunga galunga. Gunga gunga galunga. Exactly. So we finish the 18th, and he's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, llama, hey, you know, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know? And he effort. says, oh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going for me, you know, which is nice. <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't know why I was thinking about that. Well, here's why. Did you watch the Super Bowl recently? Yeah. Did you see the ad? They did a little oh, Caddyshack oh, takeoff. They did. Totally they did a Caddyshack takeoff. Totally and subliminal. And it went right into your head. It yeah. did. Plus, plus, Bill Murray is just always funny. Bill Murray is yeah. always funny. Yeah. And he's got a great name. Yeah, Murray, Murray is a good name. Murray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. Striking. Gunga Galunga to you. Gunga Galunga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a great weekend this past weekend, and it's, you know, however many 
weeks before this this show comes out. Um, but we did the we finished our almost finished with the Rowan University Festival of Brass, and it sort of culminates with this weekend of. Uh, the Mid-Atlantic Brass Band Festival. We had Everybody large... knows Rufob. Come on, man. Yeah, that's right. Come on, I wondered why calendar. your eyes were rolled back in your head. You were doing the math on that. Always. Rufob. Always. Everybody loves it. Now, and, uh, uh, I need one question here, Brian. Is there any other significance to the Saturday that this occurred? No. There, it wasn't anyone's birthday? Yes, it was my it's birthday. your birthday, and you're hosting a giant event. It was a giant Is event. Is there any more doing it wrong than that? <laughs> Nine bands. <laughs> we did eight hours of concerts. <laughs> it was insane um, and fun and really cool. And, you know, James Gourlay from the River City Brass was here. He's a, a tuba soloist and conductor. But. The highlight for me was Richard Marshall was here. Uh, he's principal cornet of the Black Dyke Band, and has and two first names. It, yeah, it was <laughs> that guy. Yes, that guy does. knows how to play the cornet. It was I've very heard. impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard. He also talked about having to play trumpet. Um, now, as now a, we're getting somewhere. Okay. As an, as an undergraduate, and he I'm did. Listening. James Gourley was the head of school at the Royal Northern, <clears throat> and right. Richard. I just love this story. Um, he said, you know, you should really be involved in, in some trumpet lessons and playing in ensembles while you're here studying cornet. And um, Richard decided at the end of the first semester that was not for him, and he quit school. <laughs> wow. Rather than play trumpet, Rather than play he trumpet. quit school. I am out. That's why he's Brian's new hero. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that is a fantastic story. Yep. Loved it. You, and I you, said, so did you go back? And he said, not there. <laughs> not so anywhere went, that was going to make him play trumpet. Exactly. He went to another place. Yeah. He got an undergraduate degree in wind, uh, no, in band studies. Oh, that um, sounds great. So he does do some wagging, which was also oh, shocking. Here we go. He was not he was not bad. He was pretty Waggers. good with wagging. Yeah. Um his playing was outrageous and uh he sounded great. He's actually Tom Hutchinson's teacher. Uh, oh, Tom studied him for the that's a good on and off, pupil to have out there yeah, in the world. Ten, yeah, on and off for mm. ten years. So Richard was great. He plays a ginormous cornet mouthpiece. He plays an Alliance One. Okay. Oh my. Yeah. Um no problem playing in the extreme yeah. upper register. And he sounded beautiful. Did two solos with us after judging competitions all day. Did he play Four Leaf Clover? Did he do that? He did oh, not do Four Leaf Clover. Oh, that's a great tune. Do you like that one, Bill, right? <laughs> Clover Leaf? Yeah, that's one of that's my favorites. That's the one. Yeah. That's, that's an E-flat thing, though. I mean, clearly. That's the oh, right. That's the sop yeah. stuff, yeah. That's right? That's the sop. Learn, learn the right sop ling solo. lingo here. Learn the lexicon. It's for the sop. Oh, okay. Right. He's, yeah, so he's more of a weekend. corner. He's a corner guy. Is that what you're telling me? More of a Clover guy. Yeah. <laughs> More corner than Clover. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Did you get a chance buy one of his CDs? I mean, he's he's an amazing player, and he's been the longest serving uh, principal cornet of the Black Dyke Band in their history. No way. This is wow. In his 18th season. Okay, that's wow. impressive. That's that impressive. is impressive. Yeah. How so many? Very cool. Go ahead. No, it just makes me think. Like some of these bands have been around right for so long. The legendary oh, history there. Like yeah. how some like a, a band like that like. Maybe they don't have that many years. principles. You know what I mean? Maybe they have fewer principles than everybody else because people stay. Yeah. They get the greatest players. Yeah. Well, um, the two principals in London um, mm -hmm. during the Star Wars time, they came from that chair in the Black Dyke Band. <laughs> the LSO. Yeah. Right. You can look how many years he's yeah. been there. Crazy good. Yeah. He's great. That's great. And, yeah. I mean, he can play 
anything and just strong yeah. as a bull and beautiful. Yep. Oh, stunning playing. He yeah. took some risks on the on the show. He did some tapers above the staff, just with a little vibrato, just uh, down to nothing. It was awesome. That's beautiful. total control. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right, Joey, what do you have for us? Get us back to trumpet land. I also had quite the weekend. Uh, I was mm-hmm. in the first state of our union, uh, Delaware. Delaware. It says Wait. it right there on the license plates. Uh, <laughs> I spent the the first part of my trip uh, directing the high school all-state jazz band and uh, mm-hmm. my mother has accused me of wagging well and i'm trying I, to make very clear let's have this were. out right now I, i'm glad that dame judith brought this up i was yes. going to go there too no I, uh, but jazz band directors don't wag we basically go one two hang on one two hang three on. four and i'm off the side of the stage no 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 did you at any point in time stand in front of them and maybe guide them through visually with what they were doing or point or do to a anyone four, even. Or do a Anything. four pattern. Any pattern at all. It's possible. Okay. <laughs> wagger. Guilty. <laughs> there are You're no wagger. batons. Wagger. Doesn't matter. There are no batons. I often there are don't no use turtlenecks. A, I often don't use a baton, and I never wear a turtleneck anymore. Not anymore. Through <laughs> <We beat laughs> the abuse. I cannot even. So here's I burned what I them. Here's what I learned in the first rehearsal as uh, at home, my wife and I were discussing, like, what is Delaware known for? Is you know we don't live out there. We don't know an awful lot. I know it's the first state. So I asked. I asked the kids. All right. So what should I know about Delaware? What do we need to know? And a lot of it. There was kind of a stunned silence until my Barry Sax player said, "There are more chickens than people here." <laughs> oh, and wow. I said, "Really?" And they were like, "Yeah." So I oh, chickens are cool. I, I texted my saying. wife. She goes, "Have you verified that stat?" So I I did look it up. Did some you know just quick googling that seems to confirm that in delaware there are many 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 more chickens than people wow because other than that they're like well you know we're we're kind of close to philly and yeah we're not that far from baltimore and you can get to new york pretty easy i'm like right right, right, what what about delaware right here Um, so that was kind of fun i had a good time with with uh with them and then uh as i let our some of our friends know where i was coming going uh mark claude felter who's uh well I mean, he is the professor of trumpet, but he's the interim, what, director of he's the, the school? He's the interim director of the school of music. Uh, yeah, Grand at the Uber, Uber, University yeah. of Delaware, go Blue Hens. Uh, he said, well, as long as you're going to be here, you want to stay an extra couple of days. And since he's interim director, he's been bringing people in. So then I spent two days at the University of Delaware uh, working with the trumpet students there, which was uh, just terrific, frankly. Uh, like like most places, terrific students, really interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, good time, good hang. Yeah. And so awesome. it, it's all in the title, Blue Hens. Right. Why did we right not there. put this together? Yeah. Oh. They're bluehead. They're the bluehands, right. right? So did this make you want to get chickens? Because I think a lot of people are getting chickens now. Brian, I mean, has now chickens. here it's like it's like a thing to chickens. do. Brian we, has chickens. We, have we chickens. talked about this a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, have not pulled the trigger, but yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's something to think about. That's Sarah cool. loves the chickens. It's a She's bit of a so job, happy though. We have you the chickens. Know. Chickens are a lot of work, they but are. yet you but, get the but, eggs. But yeah, a very good time out in in our first state. Uh, you know, but uh, Very cool. things, things going well out there. There's there's good stuff going on in Delaware. Absolutely. So. Yeah, what do you got for you us don't. this evening there, Bill? Well, th- I'm taking off uh, this week, too. I, I'm going to go play, speaking of Mark, Claude mm-hmm. Felter and Chris Underwood, I'm going to join them in the trumpet section of the Asheville Symphony All right. this oh, weekend right. in North Carolina. So first trip to Asheville, excited about that. Now, have you talked to our other good friend, Fred Powell, about where to get barbecue? No, I am not. Now, Fred is an encyclopedia. Like, you can call him and say, I'm in North Carolina, and I'm standing at, you know, road marker Mm -hmm. here on this Mm -hmm. road. He'll be like, all right, you go down five miles, take a left, 
<laughs> you know, and, tell, and, tell Jimmy I said hey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, right. so you may we need to check in to get some uh, barbecue direction. I'll What's do on that. the program, Bill? Uh, Chike four. That's two trumpets. Greg piano concerto. Also two trumpets. And Finlandia. Also two trumpets. No, no, no. There's three. No. Finlandia is three, but I'm assisting That's on the chike. I'm right. gonna play assistant on the chike. There you go. I think I'm gonna be turning some pages for Mark. Yeah, how are you going to be assisting? Probably turn pages, oil valves. Moral I think that's what the job support. is. But Moral here's the support. thing. Here's the thing. As excited I am as about that, that isn't really what I wanted to talk about. Hold on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You, you did just talk about it. You were I, talking. I, I mentioned it. You brought it up. No, I mentioned it because it tied in with yeah. what you were talking about. It was, it was more of a segue. How really than an announcement. Well, I because was you were talking Delaware about Delaware. And going to North yeah, Carolina. It's That's Mark and Chris. Segue. Well, you mentioned Mark and Chris, which I made did. me remember that. Actually, I'm going to go. I, I should have mentioned See? Chris. I didn't because transition. As, uh, it, was a, it was like Chris a transition. Underwood has yeah. been taking the trumpets Do- as Mark Dr. has been Chris in the Doctor Underwood. Doctor yeah. to you in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a doctor and I'm not. Yeah. Offense. But Chris, and he's doing great work there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right. that's so what, what made me what, talk about that. What did you want to talk about? What I really wanted to talk about was I spent the week teaching at at Florida State University for our oh, friend Dr. Chris Moore, who's on sabbatical. Go Seminoles. Right. Go Seminoles. And so Chris invited me down to do one of the weeks. Dr. Moore. And Dr. Moore. Man, was it fun. I had a blast. I sure. met incredible people. I heard incredible trumpet playing. And Chris, what a great setup. Like, you know this from the outside, right? Because... They were always perennial, you know, great players at, at NTC and, mm-hmm. and you know, there's great people coming out of the program. But to kind of be there and see what's going on and kind of experience the vibe of the place, really remarkable. And he's got four amazing grad students there, Angela, Madison, Jeremy, and Vito. Okay, I like Vito. I'm saying nice. they were just total pros, all nice. four of them. They want, want to be involved with things. They're into the podcast. They want to get into ITG. They ask a ton of questions. They're just brilliant. So oh, Chris Chris has got a great thing going there, and it was great an awesome thing. week. How long has he been there? Oh, man, he told me this. He might have started about the same time say. I started here. It might be about yeah. 20 now. In the 20s. Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. Yeah, because yeah. Chris and I have a, a long history as we were roommates and mm-hmm. uh, section mates in the – 1986 All-American College Orchestra in Epcot yes. Center. That's right. So, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, we I, keep running into each other. I mean, it's just great. That's how small the world is. Yeah. I finally got to meet Chris's wife, the Barbara actual Butler. Barbara Butler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For your trumpet player friends, Chris is married to a woman <laughs> whose name is Barbara Butler. Barbara this Butler. is true. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And yeah, she's lovely. Well, taller Anyway. Than yeah, so. FSU, fantastic time. So spe- I know they're listening. Special thanks to them because it was it was an awesome week. Beautiful. There we go. Just incredible. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, because I'm so inspired, because I was Uh-oh. away and I, I, you know, new information. You meet new people, you get new information. Sure. You have time to think, as it were. Oh, really. We are in trouble, Joey. Time to think. This, I don't like the way I'm this afraid. is going at all. I'm this is a new, a new game tonight. Oh, no, a new game. Uh-oh. By the way. And I know it's always in in retrospect, but the bumper thing is going to fascinate me on this one because. Well, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, we it was fantastic. Yet, we haven't even heard it yet. Don't even know the name of the game. Uh, I'm going to call this game Clueless.
I'm in. Well, we can do this. <laughs> we are going to be nails. Now, here's I the thing. Tell. I'm calling this game clueless, and I gotta I gotta be able to keep score here. Hang on. Okay, make sure I got a way to keep score. Um, but it, it's clueless because that's what you guys are going to be. Um, Already are. There it's... are rules, but you don't know them, and I'm not telling <laughs> you what they are. And there are going to be points awarded, but I'm not going to tell you for what. What you're going to have Joey to do. Joey is rubbing his head this, now. This, this isn't a game. This is the absence of a game. No, this is a game. A game has rules. This is... It has points. It has well, quantifiable I, data. I just said card. those things exist. There are rules and there but, are points. Uh, but we don't get to know what they are. Well, no, but you don't need to because I'm the one running the game. No, but we're the ones playing the game. We're the ones well, that need to Of know. course you're playing the game, but all you're going to do is you're just going to participate in the game. How are we? How do we even know we're participating? Well, because I'm going to say that the game's. I mean, the game could be started right it now. And we this is the way it's going to feel like. This is the way it's going to feel like. This is what this game is going to be like. So I'm going to be angry. It's going to be. <laughs> Joey wins. This is, is going to be the best. <laughs> he got angry. That is the goal. This is going to be the best non-game game ever. <laughs> I think Bill just thinks he won. Yes. I, did. I hit the jackpot with this one in so many ways. All right, here's the deal. We're just going to talk about some things. I'm just going to put some topics out there, and you guys are just going to start talking. Valentine Snow. Brian, <laughs> Brian, I want to encourage you. You're going to need to keep up because, you know, Joey, he's given all this. He doesn't even know what it is, and he's given it thought. Yes, yeah. already. Yeah. He's already given a thought. Exactly. He's probably starting maybe with a point in front of you already. Godfrey Dreyka. Sorry to say. Right? <laughs> all right. Uh, so I, I, I don't Go know. Change. I thought maybe we'd lead off and talk about mouthpieces. And why the seven C is the worst one of all time? I don't know. What else do you have to say about mouthpieces? No, why you should be playing a picket. <laughs> Peter does make good mouthpieces. We're playing I, to the I judge. Think he makes great mouthpieces. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, those cornet mouthpieces, I mean, the, the design behind those. Yeah, Brian, it was genius. <laughs> Spectacular. You're welcome. Just amazing. <laughs> Take all of you out. By the way, I'm not even going to tell you if you're scoring points or not until the whole thing is done. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's go. This let's go. might be the best game. I'm so happy right now. This could I'm be so the best game ever. Well, let's start at the beginning. Mouthpieces. Well, we, we have started. We're talking about mouthpieces. I was going to the beginning of mouthpieces. Since we were oh, talking okay. about mouthpieces, well, we've got, four, go we got four, four parts to deal with. Go ahead. I'm running a timer, by the way. Exactly. Uh, Brian, oh, you better a, speak so up. So there's a clock. Huh? So of course there's a, a clock. clock. It's a game. Not all no, Tennis doesn't have a, a, a clock, and it's a game. It doesn't? No. Tennis, no. theoretically, could go on forever. They just keep track. I actually played tennis. I don't think you did. No, I did. No. All right. So if we're going to talk mouthpieces, <laughs> we got four parts, right? We got rim, we got cup, we got throat, we got backboard. You need all yeah, four of those. Some people like to go yeah. with bite and underbite, but no, no, it's just the four. That's <laughs> it. How those all relate. Yeah, it right? makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And generally speaking, bigger mm -hmm. makes it uh, get you a better sound, but less control. Smaller mm -hmm. gets you a little bit uh, brighter, but uh, possibly more control. But then you got to make the compromise all the way through. And you got to make sure that you have a teacher who has a drill set so he can drill out. The oh throat. man! <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yes. Exactly. Although I will yeah. tell you, out in Delaware last weekend, there are some of the band directors I was talking to who've been listening to the podcast. One who has gone to the music store and say, "Yeah, I've told him don't put seven C's in there anymore. Why are you doing that? I want Brilliant. five B's." Yeah. Well, that's and they're, and they're doing it. We're having an impact, yep. and they were doing it. I'm like, good, and oh. it's better. Of course, it's better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Brian, you know, you've got to think of this like a speed round. 
You're just sitting there and letting him do all the talking. I don't do speed rounds. Now here's the thing. He could be scoring a ton of points right now, or he could be or sitting with a big fat zero, and he I doesn't even he, know. I think he's yeah. got negative points. Yeah, well, that for, could be too, actually. Yeah. I mean, it could be possible to lose points, like a penalty. Oh, yeah, but yeah. we wouldn't know. Like you have if you no play idea. a trumpet mouthpiece on the cornet. Right, but all that matters is that I know. Yeah, like yeah. something like that. Yeah. Right. right. Like, can't do when, that. But like when Brian judges people by saying, oh, you play some cornet? What mouthpiece do you play? <laughs> I will judge you. If, they, if, they st- if the next word out of their mouth is Bach, you see shields up. And he's done, <laughs> he is done with them, and they are dead to him. You can actually hear it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Opposed to when you said I play a wig four, and I was like, "Oh, I no, three, okay, yeah." Wick but I watched acceptable. the little judge three. Right. Yeah, I played, oh, yes. I've been playing a three, and he, and I was like, and he, suddenly Ryan was like, "Oh, so we can talk about cornet?" <laughs> All in, yeah. no All problem. Right. But yeah, mouthpieces, right tool for the job. Got to be doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. same mouthpiece on every instrument. <laughs> actually, right. Actually, there is only one right mouthpiece, and you would need to have that one right mouthpiece, and that's all you ever play on anything. Right. We have talked about that. We have talked about the one right mouthpiece thing before. Yeah. Like if you was it one of those desert island things, right? Well, yeah. Right. Any final words on mouthpieces before we go on to the next uh, next topic? Because this is I going a lot slower. You guys are not up to speed, I don't think. With well, this we yet. don't know what we're doing, so it's not shocking. Well, that we're I slow. guess you should just keep trying. Then I think All you right. just need to try harder. Oh, that's the try harder method. That's, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's a good. That's a good method. I think you should just try harder. Yeah, I mean, potentially you could stumble across something that might earn you points. I don't know. How, how would you know? But we could stumble you, across something where really we lose don't. points. Uh, no, I'm not really taking points away. I'll just be honest. I don't think you're really doing anything at all. <laughs> I am. I have a pencil right here. Look. <laughs> yeah, but do you I'm have ready. a list of things that quantify points? I have my script in front of me, yes. I don't believe you. I'm following. It's right here. Okay. Yeah. All right, so are we away from mouthpieces? Yeah, I don't know. Are you, Brian, yeah. anything else? Final thoughts um, on mouthpieces? No final thoughts. Really? You guys could check out a Stominator. That'd be that'd be a good thing to do. That's <laughs> just sucking up. Wow, that was brutal. Play to the judge. Come wow. on. Wow, that was I brutal. I mean, it couldn't hurt. <laughs> I'm not going to take points away. Couldn't hurt. All right, next topic. Are we ready to move on? Yeah, yeah, we're ready. Yeah, you guys are as you are as bad at this as I thought you would be. <laughs> by the way, I thought Joey uh, would stand of the a chance. The game is called Clueless because Joey just he tends to spray information. Like I will, I will get, I would, I could have talked just about mouthpieces for the next 45 minutes. I, I know that. that. I know. No, I, you know, whatever you want to say. Yeah. All right. Next topic. Let's talk about gadgets for just a minute. Okay. Well, we to... haven't talked about them before, but go for it. Uh, I'd yeah. love to talk. Gadgets as a regular, uh, part of your practice routine are not going to help you. Hmm. Hmm. Now gadgets at their best could help with diagnostic. They, diagnostic issues, or perhaps even coming back from injury issues. Mm. They, they might even help you get set up or kind of get you pointed in the right direction. Right. Gadgets will not help you play the trumpet better. Trumpet playing will do that. They can put you in the right direction, but they there can is put you no in the right substitute direction. there. Yes. At their no, they're best. not supposed to be a substitute. But Although that's some how people of them, use them. People are saying that they're a substitute. When, when you watch the gadgets, no matter what is said on the website, and I had a long talk with Terry Warburton mm-hmm. about this years ago when I, when I kind of went off on the peat, and what my overarching concept was at ITG was people keep saying, hey, if I don't have time, I use this instead. And <laughs> on Terry's website, and I read it out loud in the master class, was mm-hmm. this is not a substitute for practice, but all the endorsers say it is. I may have encountered that uh, recently with a, I use this thing, this particular yeah. thing. And I, right. I, I went, you know, I just yeah. went blank. I just right. waited. 
you know, because yeah. the idea that you need, if everything everything is working generally well, the mm -hmm. idea that you need a diagnostic tool every single day, right, is just mm -hmm. false. Now, on your on your ITG presentation, if I could go back to that, Brian, did you go to that? No, I was. I, I'm sorry, I missed it too. I missed that. I appreciate. But I, saying, I appreciate but the you, support. You actually had like real life gadgets there, and you were naming names. Yes, I did. Yeah. I absolutely did. I was not. You were hiding. naming names. Those yes. people weren't watching it either. No, although I'm like, they were told about it. I, like <laughs> when I went and talked to Terry Warburton, I we're, found him afterwards. I've known Terry since the '80s. Like, He's hey, like, Joey, so what know. are you doing to me? And I said, I'm not going after you. I'm going after the people that are using this instead of practicing. The concept mm. of the gadget uh, of the concept of yeah. instead yeah. of not yes. in addition yeah. to no matter what even if they're just the standout gadgets yeah oh absolutely yeah what's what's that compression system thing what's that called Bill? it's called the compression training system yes and CTS, there are a number of, yes. of mm -hmm. very very well-known players mm -hmm. uh in fact uh, actually here's here's a great example uh uh, just recently on Facebook, Wayne Bergeron talked about how he used this. Now, when did he use it? As he was coming back from an injury that a dentist had made him like a little numb and he wasn't able to do some right. blood. Oh, so he was well. using that. And I thought, that's a good use. Coming back from injury yeah. is a good time where you can't be on the horn and to do something instead of nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. During the surgery, they um, they numbed a nerve. Yeah. And he lost feeling lost and feeling. control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's he's been, scary. He's rebuilt himself many times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of heavy lifting. What yeah. about right. a breathing uh, bag? I don't actually think anybody needs a breathing bag ever. <laughs> that's my own opinion. Mm -hmm. Big yeah. bag to breathe I, into. I find, as I've said many, many times, breathing is so easy. Babies do it in their sleep. I don't think trumpet playing, uh, uh, breathing is as hard to do on trumpet playing. Yeah. yeah. I love the, I love the, the dem I did see part of your class, right? Was you, you demonstrating that? Um, apparatus you buzz into it and you're supposed to elevate the bowl ball at the end of the tube. That was my online one. That was part two. Yeah, yeah. and you, you couldn't do it. I can't do it. And then you played a double C. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is amazing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of great comments to make there. And anyway, uh, let's move <laughs> away from gadgets. Okay. And uh, we got to move on. Sorry, time's up. Talk. Oh, I didn't realize the clock was running. The clock is running. It's How game. would we know there since we a, don't know there, there is a clock? You don't know anything else. You know why? Because you're yeah. clueless. That's Next, why. We are clueless. You're completely clueless. I it's not think um, I know why I chose the theme song I did. Todd, oh, you're already ready. Uh, <laughs> Done. Todd, in retrospect, <laughs> why I'm going to choose the one. Uh, okay. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Uh, come to a decision, please. Uh, best, best mute ever. The best mute mute ever and brian and i have to agree your bill plays a double c <laughs> we could be here a long time i'll wait <laughs> i play two c's in a row ever. they'll be really pretty <laughs> how would we know they're not going to tongue them <laughs> <laughs> i'll take the one minute break in between <laughs> yeah and i'm proud of it too anyway Best mute ever. So best mute decide. ever. All right. So what what kind of mute is the best mute ever? Like a straight mute, a cut mute, harmon mute? What do we? The well, topic if, is if best mute get, ever. Could it be the Kenny Rampton plunger? That's a that's a great mute. But is, is that? I mean, it's very narrow focus. Is that better yeah. than? Is that better than a Trumcore classic cup? That's a pretty good mute. Is that better than the zinger? The zinger is an outstanding mute. I do love the zinger. Like that almost is like that might be the best one out there. Yeah. Hmm. 
I mean, there are a lot I would, of good I would lobby that, for the solo tone, but you won't hear me on that. So. No, I won't, because no, you're wrong. No shot. <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's just incorrect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we know the judge. We know the judge here agrees that that's the wrong mute for the that's Artunia. That's the wrong mute. Yeah. So. yeah, if you're playing to the judge. Can't, can't say no. solo tone, tone. No. No, right out. Right out. You are right out. Is it going to be, what about the Trump Corps lyric? That's really good. Also narrow and focused. But the hard part of picking a straight mute is there are a lot of different straight mutes that are yeah. uh, for different purposes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. boy, if you need a Harmon, stem in or stem out, that zinger's the way to go. Yeah. I, I got my camouflaged. Yeah. I, 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 outstanding. I think the did you get it in the, singer. Did you get in the uh, golden brown of Rowan and UPS? <laughs> well, <No. laughs> Rowan. What can Brown do for you? <laughs> more like a, it's more like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> All right, are we going with that? Yeah, I think we should what? go with that. All right, we're going to go with Wait, the Dockaflage Dockaflage zinger. zinger. Oh, okay. Well, what you come up yeah. with actually doesn't really matter. Yes, All right, does. moving on to the next category. <laughs> of course it matters. It matters, matters to, to us. us. Really matters we to have you, integrity. No, no, well, that's all you're going to have when this game's over. <laughs> we just <laughs> lost points for saying that. <laughs> all right, uh, discuss amongst yourselves again. Uh, best lead player ever. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. How do we How do we answer best lead player ever? I've got a category again, you're, of... You're fixated of on the, the answers. You're fixated the, on the answer. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you're so asking. To, you're actually asking. Maynard, because you're clueless. Be, Maynard's huh? not a lead player. No. He was. He wasn't ever a, little, a lead player. He played lead a little bit, but really. He Maynard's more, not a lead player. No. Maynard played fifth in the Barnett band. He played fifth in the Kenton band, and he was out in front of his own band. The lead playing he did in the studios was fairly limited. He actually was a high note soloist. He wasn't really a lead player. Wow. For most of his career, he did not qualify as a lead. All right. Player. So then do you say do you say Gazo? Uh, okay, yeah. In the conversation, yeah. Obviously, Conrad Gazo's in there. Snooky Young is in there. Um, it's got to be Snooky. Uh, uh, but uh, I mean, of what I've even heard live, I heard Byron Stripling play with the Basie Band when I was mm. in high school, and mm-hmm. Went, mm-hmm. I've never heard anything better than that. He's in that conversation. You know, I mean, what Wayne's done over the past generation, two generations in L.A. Is there yeah. is there better than that? No, he's no. in that conversation. Yeah. You know, and that's on this the is West tough, Coast. right? Yeah, you know, like it is tough. Aiming at, you know, but it, it narrows it, right? It narrows the field. Yeah. You can only consider, right? Like yeah, consider the so many names. In, the people in that, that conversation. Is that right. four names that you? That, that's the only four, four in that conversa- conversation. I don't know. There are so many. Really, <laughs> I mean, lead well, players. Bill Chase on Woody Herman's band. Mm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like, come you, on! It's unbelievable. You put him in it's the same. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. but. That's just some of the best lead playing I've ever heard in my life, and like it's it's amazing. Yeah. So it's five. Uh, I mean, I can keep going. <laughs> how long? Do, how long do we have? Um, yes. If we're in, not, if we're in the sure. playoff, if we're, we're in the playoffs, uh, are there more? Oh, are we going to do a bracket? Yeah. Let's do, do a, a lead player bracket. Oh, I'd love to do a lead player. <laughs> mini lead that. player. So we're, I like the idea of like you guys you know, are so bad at this game. How, what are you talking about? We're naming uh, like. In the history of lead playing, world class players. 
Right. Isn't might that be the, the lowest scoring game we've ever was had. Vidinger a lead, was Vidinger considered a lead player? <laughs> Anton Vidinger, I think, he was the killing, guy. killing lead player. He was I the mean, Here's now the thing. Listen, Godfrey he Reichen probably had was. more range. Godfrey, Godfrey had more range. Had more but he was so a we're pig. Just talking about high notes. <laughs> he was a pig. He was a hammerhead. <laughs> Complete hammerhead. What, what you don't know is, like, the middle of the first movement, that wasn't even written. He just took that up at the octave. Totally took it up. He had, the, he had the double A's. He just wanted to pace them over the chamber group. They're at the first rehearsal. Haydn storms out. Right? I love this. All right. Oh. Still not helping your points at all. How are we not helping our points? I don't know. You're just not. Okay. Because we didn't mention playing lead on piccolo. Well, that's not a good idea. <laughs> That's how not idea. to play league. The show comes not. to town. That would re- erase all the points in all the categories. If yes. you do it, you should actually erase the part mm-hmm. where you say switch to Piccolo. Yes. I, I know so when it goes to I, the next town. I, don't, I really don't think that you guys are going to get any better at this. You had a shot at this one. I really, thought, I really thought you had a shot to score points at this one. But no, you didn't. How did Terrible. we not? Then you terrible. I, I, I'm appealing to the in this category. You scored no points so How far. How is that possible? Wow, well, it's a, possible because you don't know the impressive. rules because you're now, clueless. Are we gonna learn the rules after the game? Yes, of course. That's the way it works. How would we know that? Well, that's the way it goes. It's clueless. You're clueless. Yes, we are. And anyway. all right, all right. I want to take one more shot at this category. Are we moving on. Uh, I don't know what we're shooting at. All right, here we go. Last category. You ready? Yeah. Ancient trumpet players. <laughs> Okay, so we start with Bill Stoneman. There it is. <laughs> That's Points. The one. Uh, no, it is completely teed that up. <laughs> right. Completely teed it up. So predictable. There it is. William <laughs> Jedediah Stoneman. <laughs> Not many people know that's his middle no, name. No, that's right. That's my middle name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we've already covered uh, Gottfried, Valentine, and Anton. Yeah, you yeah. covered them in another category. Right. Yeah. So do we, we, need re- recover- yes. we need to recover them? I don't know. Yep, yeah, they've got to be mentioned here. All right. Well, I just did mention them. Yep, I mean, so do we have good. to talk about them or we just we're, have to mention them? We're That's the hard part, isn't it? <laughs> so That's just the hard part. I mean, what, I mean, really, I think by now I thought you would have like caught on. Caught on to what? Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to kill you. I, I didn't realize how close I was last week of being near both of you and seeing neither of you. I could have just mm. driven to yeah. your place and beaten the crap out of you. <laughs> mm. I well, when, I was re- at, when I was in Delaware, you were in Tallahassee. I was, yeah. Oddly enough. Yeah. But we were both in state capitals earlier. I was in Dover while you were in Tallahassee. We were covering some oh, state capitals. there we go. How about that? Doing good, good political work there. There we go. Right. Uh, any, anything else to say on this last category? On ancient trumpet we're, players, we're I still mean, playing. Haven't in, retired in yet. Order, in order, William Jedediah Stone, <laughs> right? Anton Weidinger, mm-hmm. uh, Gottfried Reicha, um, Valentine Snow. Snow. Yeah. Right, Brian, any anything yeah. else? No, that's all I got. That's it. Yeah. All right, that's game Mount, over. That's the Mount Rushmore. Of, that's it. That's uh, the last category. Of ancient trumpet players. <laughs> really is. I I can't believe like you guys zeroed out on some of these. Okay, category one mouthpieces. Essentially, I was looking for one thing, and every time you would have said this one thing, I would have given you points. points. What was the one thing? Seven C. I did say it. It's the first you thing I said. And you got two points because you said points, it twice. It. Yeah. Okay. You got two points, Brian. Nothing. No points. I'll I'll take my two points. Now, then I moved on to gadgets. But you realize you're actually 
encouraging people to say 7C by giving them points, which seems antithetical to our entire... No such... No, I think the more we bring it up, like when you brought it up, you brought it up to say that the state of Delaware is banning it. I like that that's not what I said, but that's, that's what, what you heard. Say. Well, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> got a half point just for that. That's, that's cool. what, Yeah, you should actually... I yeah. should have given you an extra point for there that. There we go. Then we went on to gadgets, and I neither one of you stumbled on the the word I was looking for. And I thought, you know, since it's with gadgets, that you might just start rifling through a bunch of gadgets. But because we you were clueless, you did, but you yeah. didn't talk about the right one. What's the right one? Sorry, the only thing that would have gotten you points in this category, embouchure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the only one to get. That's the only one. That is the newest one. That's the pretty, pretty yeah, uh, one on the to, market right now. Had to settle on one. I thought you guys would, would come right around to that. Well, see, we didn't know that that was the game. Yeah. Well, because you were clueless. Yeah, that's your fault. Yeah. Which this is, is bad the game. No, this is actually the name of the game. Yeah. I knew you were going to love this, Joey. Yeah, I'm not happy with this. <laughs> okay, next category, best mute ever. Yeah. Yeah, Brian scored a point because he was the only one that said... Solo tone. No, Trump Corps lyric. All right, No, we go. that's not the lyric. right answer. Point. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter what the right answer is in your mind. Yes, what matters is what I decided was going to be the right answer on the page. Because you guys are clueless. Joey, fold. Totally folded. Then we go to the next category of best lead players. Sure. Zero, zero, right out, zero. How do we go zero naming all of those lead players? We didn't because mention you didn't Liesel. name the one that I thought you would mention. And, and Brian, I think this is on you. Who, who is that? Name on my page. The only thing that would have gotten you points? Joey Tartel. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, so neither of us were ever going to get a point in that no, category. That was no, no shot. I yeah. thought that was a gimme. I that one I just threw out there. Yes, unbelievable, shameful. Yeah. And then finally, even though you mentioned him many, I, I think you said his name three or four times in the wrong category. Finding your. But we got to ancient trumpet players, which, by the way, I should give you a point because it was so predictable that you were going to say my name. Yeah. In fact, I, I worded it that way specifically. Right. I I appreciate the setup. Yeah. You're welcome. Anton Weininger was the right answer. But we did say it. You did, and you got a point. Okay. But Brian point, did not get a point because he didn't say it. He just sat there with his teeth in his mouth agreeing. So no saying, Brian. Of course you'd have to say I, I So Joey, three points. Brian, one. Joey's the winner of our first round of Clueless. Oh, and this well is this will come back. Oh, but, no. now, but now because, we know how the game is played. Well, sort of. Well, this time. change all of the rules. Well, this is round one. No, no. That's not okay. <laughs> Listen, you know Same how I name, do this. Different game. Right. No one knows how you do this. No. We'll have when we play this again, <laughs> he I will be sure to not list the rules at the beginning and then we'll go right into it. But if it's called clueless, it would need to have the same rules as clueless. Not necessarily. As long as you're clueless about what the rules are, it doesn't matter if the rules change or not, because you're not gonna know what does. they are anyway. No, it doesn't matter. Because you're you're not gonna know. You won't even have a clue. See, get it? See how it works? I didn't give you any clues, but yet you had to figure out the answer. That's not how it works. And you have an advantage in this game because you could talk about anything forever. I thought you'd at least Because <laughs> you thought about it all. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you should have I... killed this game. I mean, to be fair, I did win. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. fair. You did win, but you didn't kill it. I mean, it was three to one. It was a close call. That's a close, it was a close game. game. It's a pretty close game. Closer yeah. than you guys are in Jeopardy anyway. Well, well, that's great fun. You bet this we know is the rules back. of that. Yeah, and now that you have a bumper written, exactly, we're <laughs> we good keep, to go. Keep bringing it back. Uh, 
All right, boys, it's time for a couple things. You know what? I I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. It's I don't because you're old. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hear that a lot lately. Uh, I don't even want to be here. I, I'm so over this semester. I don't. I don't have any energy to do anything. I I can't even tell you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, I have been hearing this a lot the last yes. couple of weeks, and I know you have too, which is why we switched it up because we had another topic on for tonight, but we decided to go after the concept of burnout. Because we all have been, right, we're all inundated with this. People talking about it. So let's put it out there. Yeah. Because it, it's everywhere. And we're only in the middle of the semester. And this is a recurring theme. And, and I have to wonder, we're finally back. I know we've been back for a little while here post-COVID, like kind of back to full strength. And I have to wonder if we all forgot what the pace was like. You know? And we're forgot like, or just kind of got used to a different pace and might like sure. it better yeah. enjoyed the low-key pace the, of life the two-year snow day yeah that was the pandemic <laughs> two years snow day <laughs> wow that was the way i kept my head straight the whole time i was like oh it's like a big snow day <laughs> interesting way of looking because i do love snow days but no, it's true don't have you, you thought know? that possibly as well, well before, before we go all the way into it yeah let's go uh, that part of it is the over like i always think that uh humans just as a, as a race are sort of uh, reactive not proactive so uh, since we weren't doing anything as things have come back we're doing more right well there is that yeah like as if yeah you're you're, you're trying to get back into the groove of things but you had all these ideas to do this other stuff while you were away and now you're going to try to accomplish all that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, for example, you have a full-time job and you're out mm -hmm. doing, you know, clinicking and, and playing. And then Wagging you decide, playing, we'll, also do, yeah. we'll also do a podcast. Right, and as like things that. things come back, you don't give anything else up, but you <laughs> no. keep doing that, for example. Yeah, right, let's just add that. As, as, a, as an example. As an example. <laughs> but I, I do think that, that can be part of it as well. It's like, I okay, think so, too. Now I can, so I'll just do more and more and more and more. So what I found myself doing as these conversations spring up is that I want to make sure that we're all defining it the same way. Okay. Like, what do you, what does that mean to you? If someone says you're burned out or if you, maybe you've ever felt burned out yourself, what does that mean? All right. Do you have a definition? I don't know that I do. I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of pondering it because it's not something that I have. I don't, I'd have to look back and think about it. Have I ever been burned out? I don't know that I have. No. I just keep moving. Well, but I do think you do things fairly well as you have a good, you know, we all get busy here and there. Sure. But I do think you have a, a pretty good idea of uh, work and the home and, and, and the separation and, and a good mm. balance going on mm. there. I think it's harder when you're a student, especially, yeah. a, especially a college student. Yeah. High school students, uh, I think the burnout comes because school takes an awful lot of stuff that you have to do so that you can go do music as an extracurricular, right? But in college, you're living you know 24 7 as a college student so there's so much asked of you and it's your entire life so i think it's sometimes harder to have that division between what's you know what's school what's personal what's work what's play you know all of it is, is much more blurry and hopefully mm -hmm. as you get older you know I, I we have a lot of friends that have a hard time with this but that, not that they don't burn out but uh if you're if you're doing it right it, it makes that harder but I think high school and college are the two worst times for this. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people just because it's difficult 
or unrelenting, right? There's no downtime in that 15 weeks. Yeah. So there's yeah. like, it's really hard. I'm feeling burned out. Mm-hmm. And just because it's difficult and it has, you have to keep going. Yeah, when you don't see those, turn. we don't see those gaps, right? You don't see those breaks. Like if I can just right. make it this far, I'll have a few days. Or if I can get to this weekend, then I'll have that time or whatever. Right, but but if we're trying to define what that burnout is, yeah. it's not being able to see that and just right. getting to a place of shutdown. Like the, getting to the place where I can't keep going. Yeah. You know, I'm not able to just continue in this. And, and you know, even if it feels like, you know, walking uphill in the mud that's just like right. nope can't do it so and we're not are we talking we're talking mm-hmm. about like a like a mental condition yeah so some sort of illness here's what the googles say dr Uh-oh. google dr google said dr google uh burnout is a form of exhaustion caused by constantly feeling swamped yeah it's a result of excessive and prolonged emotional physical and mental stress that's what i just said exactly because yeah. you've given this some thought you're welcome i have given exactly. this a lot of thought yeah so I and, and I think if it goes if we're talking to go with Brian's if we're talking to literal medical condition then we're not really the people to talk about this. And we you are should not qualified medical professionals. We're barely qualified to be to talk online. To do with this one at another. all? We're, we're yeah. qualified to talk about trumpet and music, and I think we're talking about this as 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 musicians. We are that point of. We are. You yeah. know, and how how best to manage that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think. Uh, the reason I've asked the question of the folks who have talked to me about it is because I think I just want them to take stock of what it even what it does it mean to them. And mm-hmm. sure, generally speaking, you can say, well, I'm just overwhelmed or I'm just swamped. But if you go digging on that just a little bit and are willing to talk about it, which, of course, is always good. I'm an external right. processor, as you guys know, like I just want to talk about it. I think it helps you kind of define what is that maybe that one aspect that's doing this to you. If right? it's only one aspect. If it's only one. But it, right. it at least you can even prioritize the things that are uh, happening. See, what's, the, what's the straw I've that got broke a list. the... Yeah, what's the I've, straw that broke the camel's back? That broke back. the trumpet player's back, yes. Right, but I, I've got a list, and prioritize is number three on my list. Oh. Yes. You prioritize uh, prioritization? Yes. It came in third. It came in third. <laughs> it came in third. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just does, wait. I think does I just it know, Brian? <laughs> does it know? <laughs> when it, knows is this, what it, it knows what it did. When is this being announced? <laughs> you know what prioritization? You just sit there and think about what you've done. <laughs> hey, got the bronze. So oh my God. <laughs> the bronze. It's, it's on the podium. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, and how and, and thinking how to deal with burnout. Yeah, I, I think there. I, I I've got an order, and I and I and I. Stand and prioritization by. is third. Correct. Third. Well, let's let's pursue this, counselor. All right. Uh, right. The chair recognizes the gentleman from Indiana. What is number two? <laughs> you don't want to start with number one. Well, you already said three. I think but we I've should go five. in that order. But I've got five. Three. Well, is then in the no, middle. You no, do. then I want to drop to five. Well, you want to go with five. Well, seems, I think because are they in order of importance? Yeah, that's why. But number one's the most important. Right. I'm so, going to, I'm emailing your mom because I want to know <laughs> has it always, here's, here's always what she's gonna say. been the this way? The answer is yes. He's yeah. always been like this. That, I knew you were going there. And the answer is going to be yes, he's always been just like this. Yes. Yes. You now, know. is she going to blame herself or Jay? Well, she'll take the, she'll take the blame as like like most moms. She'll like you know you know I I don't know. I've heard my mother say you know I'm a terrible mother, which I usually reply yeah that's why me and my sister are both you know serial killers and, so, and, yeah. and don't have happy lives at all. I've put her up for sainthood. 
There's like a form. Yeah. St. <laughs> Dame Judas. St. Dame it's Judas. A, it's a Google form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that does go through your people. You're the Catholic. It, well, so. yeah, right. Yes, I'm going to. I've yeah. stopped arguing about it now. In fact, I think I have my, like some of my upper administration convinced that we're Catholic. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Come anyway. Messiah, put up a What's plaque. five? <laughs> What's number five? <laughs> number five. Well, I actually like one through five, but I'll do this your way because you want to do it this <laughs> No, way. no, Listen. it's your list. It's All your right. list. Do whatever you want. Okay, I want to start in order because I think it goes in this order. Okay. First, find a break. Make a break. Take a break. Absolutely. Take a night off. Take a day off. Whatever you need, get away. Yep. Whatever it is, create both physical, mental you know, space for you to go to be able to, to really get away and be able to think clearly because you're I, stuck in it. It's really you, you, hard to get you out. Can't say. I just met with a student this afternoon. Same conversation. Here we go. And I was like, okay, look, what's the first thing to go? Let's create some space, right? Right. Let's do the what's on so, what's on the docket for this week. What can we just take away and and make it all right? Oh, see, this is good. That comes later. Okay. So first, that sounds break. a lot like number one, but okay, take a no, break. No, 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 because what you're doing you. is something different. Oh, that's it's number, sort of a prioritization. Five. Oh, no, that's number that's five. Number that's. Five. five. You're, wow. you're already jumping to number five. What's your you're favorite up? number? <laughs> Ten. Three. Um, no, two. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant me. Ten, because uh, I was born in the tenth month, and Jay's the tenth letter of the alphabet and first letter of my name. Ten. Well, that makes perfect sense. Well, it does, because my sister was born in the fourth month of the year, and her name is Debbie, which is the f D is the fourth letter of the alphabet. Now, was this intentional? Uh, yeah, was no, I asked my purpose. parents when I figured this out as a kid, and they're like, really? Hmm. So, they're lying. No, I was named after my father, and uh, my, my sister was named after uh, uh, my aunt. I could see How old were you when you figured this out? Oh, that's pretty small. So, No, I like young. Numbers. I think you have to use the word like young. Patterns. Yeah, that's fair. I don't <laughs> think anyone believes you were pretty small at any never, point in your life. I was never small. That's no. totally fair. No, didn't happen. Joey was six foot in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't six feet until eighth grade. I was 12. Uh, okay, but you so. were shaving in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Just into the really good sideburns. <laughs> chops. It was, he had it was, chops. It was the 70s. He even had chops then. Even chops in third grade. Yeah. Right, so okay. first first off, break. Get a break. Take, Take a, break. a break. Got it. Get yourself some space in it whatever way you can, right? So then Two, journaling and coffee in the morning. Are you anticipating? <laughs> Brian, you... Brian. Well, he knows I don't drink hot liquid, so he knows no, that's not on no, the list. No, that was so good. Yeah. Hot I, liquids. I was going to. Why would anybody I, do that? Brian, you just got a point. <laughs> <laughs> Read it to. We didn't know the secret of that game. It's ongoing. Hey, See, we didn't even know that. Three to two. <laughs> wow. Uh, no. So. Uh, okay, number two. <laughs> number two. Is then to to figure out the reset, right? Because you got to go back mm. in. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you're going to reset, which leads to. There's a great podcast episode. The what? We just hit the reset button. <laughs> hit the reset button, right? <laughs> you have to listen right. back to that. You have to go back and find it. So, which leads to number three. You got to prioritize. prioritize. You got to figure out what do you need, what do you have to, what do you want to, right? You got to mm -hmm. prioritize. What you have to do, what you want to do, what, you know, what you 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 know, and 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 really be harsh on that. All right, right I'm going to wait for you to finish you. the list because I, I do want to focus on prioritization for a yeah, minute. But I'm going to wait. We should come in. I'm going to wait. Uh, uh, no, I think that's right. I, I'll run this down and then you guys can argue with me. I think that's and what then we run it over. Do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and number four, and this is something I do a lot: simplify. 
a lot of times. You simplify everything. Yes, I do. I I, I made everything. one student in Delaware actually laugh uh, in her in her lesson, um, and I said, "Enosa, I'm an oversimplifier. So what I want to do is just think of just doing it like this, and it really is. It's just that simple, and nothing else." Mm -hmm. And she took a breath. And then she started laughing. She was like, right, because I'm overthinking already. <laughs> like, right, that's, that's why we're going right, here. Right. So Paralyzed. a lot of times yeah. it can feel like everything's coming, everything's everything's coming. That's why you make you can prioritize, <clears throat> make those lists, and then and then simplify. So all I have to do is, boom, make yourself a schedule, simplify whatever that's going to be mm -hmm. to say, okay, so tomorrow, that's all I'm going to do. And make sure you're when you're making these kind of scheduled kind of things like this, there are breaks, there are meals. It's realistic, right? Simplify, yeah. right? Make your life clearer. And then mm -hmm. number five, get rid of stuff. Cool. This is what you're talking about. It what, is. What, what do you, the, uh, number five is, do you not need this? Do you not need this? Do you not need this? I'm going to put that off. Then mm -hmm. just get rid of it. I, I, if there's stuff that needs to happen now and other stuff can happen till later, get rid of the stuff for later. It's fine. Um, you, yeah. This is a thing I do with my grad students. Because mostly our grad students here are working music educators. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're here in the summer for these intensive courses. And an assignment that I give is this note card assignment, right? Because they're always, you know, this is the thing, you know, we, we do have, we do leave time to dialogue and talk. And of course, a lot of their issues are the same in terms of school with administration and budgets and the whole thing. So, but that does bleed into everyday life. So I make them do a project and this is homework for our listeners too. You get a stack of note cards blank and you write on the note, the note card can contain one thing because there are rules. And of the note card contains one thing. But, but they know what the rules are. Oh, yeah, for this they do because they're not clueless like you two. <laughs> so on each note card, you write a role or something you are father, brother. Like a cinnamon right? roll? Yeah, like a cinnamon roll. You could draw a picture of a cinnamon roll. Like anyway, you put roll. teacher, you know, professor, brother to, sister to, father of, whatever, and they all get a separate card. Now you got to put all those cards out of all those roles that you fulfill in life on the table right that's a and lot then it is and then you got to start moving those cards around and away from center so that you can prioritize in some way all those things because whether you like it or not you do have to prioritize those things right so job versus life things then within job and then within life and all that stuff but it's a very visual process to go through that in a healthy way to kind of look at all the things that you're responsible for because getting rid of stuff or moving things out of the center so that they don't get in is hugely important to staying healthy and staying centered and productive. Absolutely. Like hanging out with people. That's something you Brian, should be doing. Brian, that's the first card that's, that Brian... That went in the circular file immediately. Brian, he would write, <laughs> friend to Joey, in the can. Friend to Bill, in the can. <laughs> Done. Out. Right out. Doesn't even Not make the in table. the center. But spending time with people... Uh, socially and away from work has been proven. And you, Ryan, you often like saying studies show. Mm -hmm. studies, studies show make you happier, more relaxed, and more productive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, why I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> angry, tense, and not productive. No, Brian does not feed off of the energy of other people. Not usually. Not well, he's, at all. That's just because he's hanging out with us. We're the wrong people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We've that's ruined the him. Problem. Oh, we... you guys are humans. No, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Uh, I like to get rid of stuff. Uh, yeah. This is what I did with the student today. I was like, let's look at the week. What can go? Because I think that action of saying, okay, I'm I'm removing this from the plate is can be huge. Right. It could just be uplifting to know you don't have to do it. Right. 
Um, and that's hard when you have, like you're saying, so many responsibilities, especially as a student coming at you from all directions, you mm -hmm. know? Like I said this past week, I watched these four grad students work like crazy, like go to class, plus teach their students, plus entertain a guest, plus, you know, it's a lot. It's yeah. absolutely a lot. I, mean, I you know? had a student walk in today. I said, how you doing? And he looked beat. He goes, I yep. am beat. Yep. What's going on? Well, you know, we've had this going on with the band, this going on, uh, you know, with this. I'm freelancing on the weekends, and it's very busy time, <laughs> so it's like all day this, and I've got my recital coming up, and mm -hmm. I haven't gotten answers from these people. And it's like, all right, what can we start with? Right. Now, he's a big sports fan, so I'm like, so we're going to talk about the Super Bowl first? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we should go in on that, you know. Uh, so we can, like, take a little mental break there and then go, okay, in order, you know, what's coming up right, right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's the way to go. Yeah. Um, so this kind of ties, we'll, we'll go in order, though, but it, it does kind of tie in with prioritizing, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, getting rid of stuff. But let's talk about the simplify thing because... This is a process I make students do at the beginning of the year. We've talked about this on here before. Draw out that schedule or click it into a machine if you'd like it to just disappear at will. That's called make a schedule. <laughs> right. That would appear and on any digital device you have, and then I, you don't have the stress of losing your calendar. Because well, you don't it's lose the calendar because you take a picture of it and put it in pages. <laughs> You can do that, you know. Exactly. I can You're, help you with it. But why? I can show you how to do it. Uh, uh, just because I'm mystified by the concept of writing something down, <laughs> taking a picture of it, and uploading it rather than just <laughs> typing it. It's just the way it looks. Yeah, it looks worse. No, but I like the process of drawing it out, obviously. It's, it's sort of like, you know, in the morning with my coffee, I, I draw right. schedules. That's terrible. Yeah. It's called anyway. But then you can kind of fit all these things in and it gives you, it lets you grasp what, what's happening there. But I love making lists. If I get stressed, that's the first thing I do, make a list with the little check boxes next to them. I yep. draw the boxes. No. Like to check them off. They just have that. Nope. Yeah. And you can you draw can the boxes. circles, you, you just click on the circle, it goes to the bottom no, of the no, list. No, circle, unacceptable. Got to be a box. You can even get them with boxes and when you check it, it just disappears. Got to yeah. be a box. Just goes away. I don't yeah. want it to disappear. I want it to sit there with a check mark in it. You can do that as well. Yeah, or maybe or a strike through. So I, I feel accomplishment. I look back and see that I did it. I just like seeing the blank page, then I'm done. <laughs> Do you know that you did it? If there's nothing left on the list, it doesn't yeah. matter. And then it goes away. Then you don't <laughs> even have a record of it. Yeah, it's already done. Because it's done. You don't need a record of it. No, I think you do. Hmm. Anyway. What about just acceptance of what you have to do? Like there are these things that you're going to have yeah. to do. That's the reset part. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, that's Come on, in the Brian. that's in the uh, I'm no, no, that's ahead. an important that's an important part of this. It's like when you're coming back from your break cuz the break if you if you're getting to that point, you need to clear your head, right? So you're coming right. back with the reset of, okay, these are the things I have to do. Now, how am I going to tackle them? Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That acceptance of, okay, yes, I'm busy. Like if you're a high school student or you're a college student and you're a music major, you're busy. Right. That's just true. But I want to say about about the prioritization thing, because we have talked about reset on here before in ways that we might do that, but in what direction do you prioritize? In oh, other words, easy. you know, from the positive or from the from the negative, things you would get rid of first or things you know are important to you and you want to keep? Oh, it, uh, for me, it goes like this. Things I have to do, things I want to do, and things that I maybe should do. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So the things I have to do, that's the top of the priority. The things I want to do, well, they just to come down a little bit. Right. The things I, eh, I get around to, eh, they go down yeah. lower. Right. 
I think just about everything is, uh, I can get around to that. Yeah, for you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and we've talked about this a lot. Like, or, so so yeah. practicing, that's mm-hmm. the thing I have to do. Right. So but you, that's but you also always really, going to do. You really want to practice, though. True, but I have to yeah. because I want to get better. Brian's is things I can do alone, things that I have to be with other people, and things where I can avoid other people. <laughs> Those are his three. Those are my three easily. Yeah, and he's getting away from number two, yeah. where there are other people. I, I All right, Joey. That. So let's dig on this for a minute. With the, what do you do when the things you have to do, right? Other mm-hmm. people relying on you, things mm-hmm. need to be turned in, whatever. When those, right? The, what if just that list itself is overwhelming? That list can be a lot. I mean, yeah. so sure. uh, there are days that you just have to know certain days are just going to be bad. But that doesn't yeah. mean it's going to continue forever. So I know yeah. if I've got, you know, being out being out of town a little bit here and there, uh, you know, uh, for some reason, I don't know if this is universal, but here at IU, Monday is email day. Monday is a terrible day. Oh, you know? terrible, yeah. You know, so, uh, I, you know, uh, I think we talked about this when I was going to go to Atlanta. You know, I got that uh, email on Monday to go on that Friday, and I walked out of a, a rehearsal, I mean, a recording session, after three hours. It was lunchtime on Monday, and I had 59 unread emails. <laughs> I thought, well, this is crazy, you know, and, and yesterday, uh, uh, I was still in Delaware and it was a Monday mm-hmm. and, uh, after I, after I taught and had a little lunch break, I just took a look and there were 47 unread emails and I thought, well, this is crazy. Now, some of those, you know, I can very quickly get rid of, but what I know is at the end of that day, I need to go through and take care and make sure that anything that needs to be answered gets answered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also realized something that doesn't need to get answered. I'm not going to. So knowing that, okay, there are just going to be days that are too long. And I just want to make sure yeah. that, that that's not the default because I think what happens to a lot of people is they're like, well, I better just take care of this now. Well, I better just take care of this now. And I'm like, no, that can wait. Yeah. The things that, that need to take care of. And when that gets a lot, yeah, it's going to take extra time. And sometimes those are going to be extremely long days. And mm-hmm. those days can sometimes really stink. And this is where I think it's good to remember you know, measuring success over a longer period of time. Like sometimes we do want things to be instantly better, but sometimes you have to step back and be willing and say, look, I'm going to do my best here. I'm going to get done what I can, right? And just trust that incrementally things are going to get better, but I'm going to give myself more space and a little bit more grace to get it done over a longer period of time. Right. Yeah. You know, which I think can be helpful too. But and Um, also realizing that taking a short-term hit for a long-term gain is worth it. Yeah. I think there's two, uh, and again, let's just clarify. We are not qualified to really dig into the, some aspects of this, but but we're <laughs> no, just but talking. Like well, this, this is right. We're just... Yeah, I think some people deal <clears throat> deal with yes, I'm going to do this stuff and I'm going to take the hit, and they get all this stuff off their plate, but then they start thinking about all this other stuff they could do right. in addition to, or that's coming down the pipe, or mm-hmm. they should be they should be dealing with this because it's three days away, or. But I have that assignment to do. And I think students, it's one of the things my, do- things my daughter talked about was being out of graduate school and in a job. At the end of the day, the job stops. Right. And she walks away from it. And the kids will be there in the morning in the library again. Um, but she walks away from it. And in graduate school, there's always another assignment to do. Right. That's mm. why school's the worst. Yeah. yeah. But this is what I started figuring out as an undergrad. Because I uh, at Eastman at the time, the dorms were about a half a mile away. So you had to kind of either walk or take a bus a half mile to go back to school. And I don't like practicing at night. Mm. I like, and I've talked about this before, I like yep. an end to my day. 
Right. We so call this story the birth of the thing. <laughs> well, kind of, well, that was part of it. But not yes, only that, it is. I, would get all, I would get all my practicing done during the day as well, not just the thing, but then kind of 15, 20 minutes, half hour here. So when I would go back to the dorms, I could hang on the TV lounge. You were done. And I, might, I had the end of my day. Yeah. And I really liked that. And my friends are like, well, yeah, but I got to head back. I haven't touched my horn yet or I haven't really got anything in. Yeah. And then they're practicing and doing stuff from 7 till 10 or 11 or midnight. And I'm like, right. wow, this is a bad plan. This yeah. leads to you essentially burning out. Yeah. You know, and then, it's, you know, it's not okay. Because you don't have any downtime then. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not taking care of yourself in that way. Uh, well, what I wanted to say about this uh, is that I think one of the things that I run into music educators is the guilt they feel over being burned out. Like, yeah, sure. there's some guilt that goes along with this. Like, wait a minute. If I love this thing and this is the thing I really want to do, if I'm burned out, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> like, right. maybe I don't really love this thing. But I think, I, I think there's being too hard on yourself. Because yes. this this can happen. I mean, oh, a, it, uh, yeah, it happens a lot. Especially, sure. I mean, especially uh, younger students, and then actually professionals, like band directors, are, are high school mm-hmm. band directors, especially, mm-hmm. where sure. it's like, well, well, we've got this every weekend in the fall, and then the contests, and then this, and and it can be a, a really really difficult schedule. And think, wow, I'm just not. Sh-. Give yourself a break. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This yeah, is why sure. it helps, no offense to you personally, Brian, to have people. <laughs> yeah, Brian. Because when you talk to other directors and they're going to say, oh, absolutely, I have felt that as well. Here's mm-hmm. what I do and here's what, what you can think of. <laughs> Just imagine Brian sitting there across the table sharing how he felt about something with someone. <laughs> I'm not sure Sarah knows how he feels about what? it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard so, I heard a, a pretty famous wagger uh, some years ago doing it's a clinic. It's always the waggers with It's him. always the waggers. Uh, and somebody that held a lot of influence and said anyone who's burned out was never really on fire to begin with. Oh, that's terrible. Exactly. Oh Thank you. I, I could that's not football, disagree with that. I, I was so angry in that moment. Like... Do you know how that lands on these people who are sitting here looking up to you? Yeah. And you're saying that like if you've ever gotten tired or stressed or overwhelmed by your job, you know, because you're doing too much and you're being underpaid and whatever else that you were never really supposed to do it in the first place. What? No, that's crazy. Right. That's brutal. That's that is brutal. Yeah, that's not okay. Really irresponsible. I mean, th- don't feel guilty about this happening. No. And it no, doesn't let- mean you're not supposed to be doing it. No, let the yourself will off compound the hook. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because the other thing I've heard a lot about lately, I don't know if you guys have a, if you encounter this very much, is this idea of imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. Sure. You know, like that, that is, I've talked to a bunch of people about that lately. Yeah. And I I think, I'm glad we keep saying we're not qualified because we love talking to people, but this podcast has made people think that like, we know stuff. We're bona fide. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And you're out. (laughs) I'm out. You are out. However, however, four to two. There it is. <laughs> the I whole like, show damn becomes it. a game ongoing <laughs> at the end of every episode now. And 11 9 Joey. <laughs> In trouble. Nice. No, I just worked, uh, one of the students I worked with at Delaware, who clearly, and we've talked about this before, we often see something in students that they don't see yet. And I, and I said something right. to her, and I said, I heard this, and this sounded great, so I need to hear that great sound up here. And she looked at me with a very I don't quite buy it. And I said, let me ask you a question. Um, do you think I'm lying to you? Like, do you think I'm a liar to you? Well, no. And do you think I'm an expert in this area of, of trumpet? Well, yeah. 
I said, okay, both those things are true, then I'm right about this. So then you have mm-hmm. to trust that I'm right about this and blame. Mm-hmm. That left her like, huh, <laughs> right? I want to go mm-hmm. from the logical part, right? Because, yeah. you know, if you're there and you're doing it, why not believe that you can be there and actually do it? Yeah. Why not just believe that? Just go with the evidence that's right in front of you and don't make that complicated. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing to me, and I don't know uh, whether it is, like, if you zoom out on it, it, is it a post-COVID thing that this is happening, or is it just the time of the semester, and I kind of forget, oh, yeah, that's what happens, right? We get back from break, and everybody realizes how much there is to do, and and all that. And I, I've talked about this before, too. I think you can embrace this idea. We are, we've, all of us have been on the same schedule since we were in elementary school, right? You think about this. Like, sure. okay, you're in in the fall, and then, and then you have Christmas break, and then you got the spring, and then you got summer, right? It's all these orbits. And then within the, each semester, there's a break in the middle, and then, you know, and you can learn to use that to your advantage because these, you know, looking ahead to a break, planning a chance to just let go and let yeah. down. You know, yeah. using that as your time to reset and knowing that in education in particular, we work in these really wonderful sort of orbits and cycles that will ultimately provide you with a break in the action. What do if, people with real jobs do? I don't vaca- know. They take vacations. Two weeks a year. That's healthy. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Four, yeah. They get two weeks, four weeks if they're lucky. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. It's bananas. Yeah. It is. I don't, I don't know how real. I don't know. We don't know seems anything cr- about seems, the real world on here. Cr- that seems crazy. <laughs> Again, <laughs> not qualified. Right. <laughs> we are qualified to offend people, and that's why. <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> that's easy. Time yeah. for no offense, boys. If you expect it will always be easy and you'll always feel energized, let's get over that. Um, Sometimes this path is difficult and sometimes it wears you down. And if you're burned out, there's a good chance you may be doing it right. But you don't need to stay there. You don't need to stay there. There are ways out. It's going to be okay. Especially don't feel guilty about it. Yeah, especially if you're in school and it's really, really busy, you got to be thinking, right, it's supposed to be. That's why I'm in school, so I can go do what I want later. It gets better. Mm-hmm. And if you're in your job and you're burned out, it's likely that you've been working, doing <laughs> your job. It's just funny. <laughs> uh, think about what we do when we get on here, you know, before we record. We share with each other how frustrated we are <laughs> with totally. every aspect of everything. It's yeah. awesome. We totally go in. And there's I'm something about... Brian's wearing a tie right now. Yeah. There's, <laughs> that's just not even... That's uncalled for. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm it's not sure what day. you're up to there. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're hiding behind there, Brian. But, you know, it's a thing that we do. We help each other process that. We all feel it. Yeah. And it, most of it, I think, is just finding a way to finding a way to manage it. And if you're working really hard, then you should not feel guilty about taking some time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You've done the work. Take um, some time. Yes. And feel okay right. about taking some time. Yeah. Because that keeps you going longer, which means you're going to be you're going to be contributing and productive for many more years than you would otherwise, and that's really what we want. Yeah, and happier. Yep, helps you stay in the game. All right, boys. Well, that should about do it for today. Stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors, and stay positive. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.